0: hello 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 hi guys it's your girl rachel real coming to you with another episode of you ain't crazy you ain't crazy is a podcast where i give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or you think you might be in one or you know you're just as confused you don't know what the crap is going on so yeah i'm doing my due diligence guys to make sure that i am coming through to give you a daily vitamin of support here and there as best as most as much as I can. You know, there's work that has to be done. I can assure you that I am a survivor thriver from being in a five year narcissistic relationship. I didn't know what I was dealing with. I had to do a lot of research because I was not getting the answers for something that I found was very, very confusing. somebody could love you one moment and equally hate you the next moment that just didn't make sense to me it's either you love me or you don't you like me or you don't all of that in between stuff was kind of messing up my head so I had to really do some research and I did was able to figure out exactly what I was dealing with and it began to make sense so you know I didn't have to wait for anybody to diagnose because the likelihood of a narcissist going and sitting in somebody's chair or looking at somebody's uh, screen on a virtual counseling session, that ain't happening. So don't even hold your breath because more than likely you might transition before they do if you know what I mean. So anyway, um, I'm not a therapist, counselor, psychiatrist, or anything of the like. I am, like I said, a survivor of from being in a narcissistic abusive relationship, emotional abuse as well as um, alcohol addiction was in it as well. You know, you got to call a thing a thing. I had to come to reality and just kind of accept what was going on, despite uh, how hurtful it was and things like that. I really had to put in the work and focus on myself and my healing. And once I did that, everything fell in line. And I was able to get through it and heal, you know, and I'm here to help you to do the same. So now that that disclaimer is out there, I am here. um, Well, actually, today I wanted to talk about just trusting your own instinct. That's what today's episode is about. Today's vitamin, you know, hopefully you'll find value in it. But it's trusting your gut, trusting your instincts and again, as I watch TV or different content creators or, um, the reality shows or just real stuff in person as well. And even my experiences, you know, that's an issue. It's an ongoing issue. We're back to gaslighting, you know, where someone will have you questioning your own reality. And I say to you, from my experience, you better trust your own gut, trust your instincts, Don't let anybody throw you off. And what a narcissist will do is try to shame you, you know? So for instance, if you know something hurt you, somebody said something that rubbed you the wrong way, your your body's natural way of responding or protecting it is to allow you to feel, (coughs) excuse me, to feel some type of way about it. What a narcissist will do is have you questioning that thing and have other people doing the same. Because nine times out of 10, when you were being love-bombed, the narcissist made sure, they did it on purpose, they made sure that other people could see them treating you so nicely. It's not just about you and behind the scene. They have to exploit that thing. They have to put it on, just show it everywhere, you know, try to be a big old show off. And then behind the scene, it's like that mask comes off and they're like, woo-wee, I ain't got to act no more and start treating you like crap. That's how they do. So you know how someone made you feel, you know? And when someone's making you feel like crap, then all of a sudden they want to be nice and you're looking at them like, you know what? It's hard for me to receive this niceness from you. And in public or around your friends and family at an event, or somewhere where they want to show off and act like they are the best husband or the best spouse. Like I said, I know women do the exact same thing, but I'm speaking from a woman's perspective because it happened to me as a woman. So that's how I'm speaking. But yes, this thing can happen on either end. But a lot of the times, you know, the statistics shows that it happens more to women. But anyway, gentlemen, you know where I'm coming from as well. Um, What I'm saying is, again, they will, and I experienced that where he wanted to show off, you know, oh, I'm going to buy you the biggest ring. I want people to know how much I love you by the rock I'm putting on your finger. That triggered me. It was like, why are you so focused on the ring? You know, why are you so focused on showing off? Why are you so focused on what everybody else, what everybody else perception is of us? and what you're doing. Those were things that I didn't really understand in the beginning of the relationship when those comments were made, but it did rub me the wrong way, but I ignored it. And again, these narcs will show you exactly who they are. You just got to look at the pattern, look at the signs. And when you see it, because you got to see it for yourself, you can't just do it because someone else is telling you just be more aware, be just raise your discernment, you know, be able to really see that thing for exactly what it is. And the way that you do that, you have to talk less and be more observant of exactly with what's going on, you'll see it. And trust your gut, trust your instincts. When you feel Oh, that just didn't feel good. You know, and sure, we all can have our up and down moments, and you know, we don't want to act on our emotions and things like that, but don't ignore them either because sometimes they're, most of the times, they're more than likely trying to send some kind of signal to your brain that's saying, Hey, look into this. It doesn't mean you got to act on it, but it doesn't mean ignore it either, especially if it's somebody doing something to you that you feel you might want to question it. And when you question something, you don't have to do it in a malicious fashion because that's what the narcissist wants. The narcissist want you to act how they feel, really feel with that mask off, how they really feel internally. So they're going to trigger you and poke you to try to get you to give them the pain that they feel, if that makes sense. They hurt. They want you to hurt. They feel insecure. They want you to feel insecure if you get it. They want you to feel exactly how they're feeling you know but in the beginning when they're love bombing you they're trying to bait you in so they can do all of these mean and bad things to you that's the whole process so once you're in it and you begin to feel some type of way by the comments that they give the disses that they throw the digs that they throw You know, the shade that they throw, you know how you're feeling. You know, when that sun is gone and that shade comes, but it's really sunny outside, but they're giving you shade, you know, and when you go to the person and you can't express how you feel, and that's a problem, especially when you're doing it in a way where you are like, you know what, you know, can we address that? Not gaslighting them, you know, you got to watch it because they're going to try to twist around the very thing that you feel about them, they're going to try to twist it around and put it on you. You got to realize this thing is a demonic spirit. And if you don't call a thing a thing, it will suck you in and try to make you lose your mind. You know, so I'm here to tell you that you ain't crazy. So what they'll do when somebody gives you a response where, you know, you like, you know what? I just wanted to address, um, you know, when you said X, Y, and Z in front of them, I would have appreciated if you could have just waited or if that, thought of yours come up again, or you feel in that kind of way, please, can we address that between the two of us? Like you're trying to have a sensible conversation. When you're talking to someone who's a narcissist, it ain't going to go down that way. They're going to get offended. They're going to throw you under the bus. They're going to start twisting it, shifting blame, telling you that you're tripping. Oh, we can call this person. They're going to try to get all of their witnesses, all of their little flying monkeys. It will become a damn warfare just because you asked a question just because you try to express how you were feeling just because there's no way that you're you expressing how you feel when you're doing it in a peaceful manner that it should make somebody spaz the hell out it's ridiculous no it should not and when they do that there you go you're going to start seeing signs you don't have to fuss back or anything like that i'm telling you You better keep that little checkboard in your mind and be like, okay, okay. Watch the pattern. How often do we do this? Can I talk about anything with you? Is it always an argument whenever I'm expressing how I feel? Because you better believe they're not going to hold back with how they're feeling. Most of the times they're gaslighting you or they're making crap up to make you feel some type of way. It's all a mind game. It's all mental with how they want to break you down. So I say to you, keep trusting your gut. If somebody did something and they want to turn around, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Not I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I apologize. How can I do better moving forward? Or what can we do together? or if they feel that maybe you were over the top or something like that, if that really was the case, y'all should be able to talk about it. Not them get mad with you. Not them ignore your calls. Not them stop talking to you. Not them stop treating you the way that they were when they were loving and caring. When it shifts, you might want to look at it and be like, okay, was I love bombed? And how long, How often does this happen? I know for me, it was a roller coaster ride from between the love bombing and the devaluing. Love bombing devalue. Love bomb and devalue. For me, I call ignoring getting the silent treatment as a discard because a lot of the times they won't just leave. A lot of the, especially if it's good for them, you know, roof over your head, bills being paid and all of that kind of stuff. Where they going to go? They want their cake and eat it too. So they'll stay their behinds right there, but try to take you through hell while they're there by not talking You're living in a house with two people and nobody talking to each other. This ain't healthy. Who wants to live their life like that? Trust me, you can be in your own place. If we want solid treatment, I don't need to have a person here who's giving me the solid treatment. If this is what we're doing, go on about your business. If there's no uh, uh, positive ending for us or positive resolution for our issues... We don't need to be here making each other miserable because you're surely making me miserable. Do what you got to do. You ain't got sneak. You ain't got cheat. Go on. Do what you got to do. Don't allow somebody to be making you feel some type of way and have you apologizing to them for the very things that they're doing to you. That's manipulation. That's what they want to do. It's all manipulation. All manipulation. That's exactly what, the, what they want you to do. Let me make you feel some type of way so then you'll find yourself apologizing to me for throwing me off for triggering me. Why you trigger me? You know that's a trigger for me. Stay away from my triggers. No, you need to learn how to control your triggers, especially if you know that they are triggers. If you know something is triggering for you, it's not for the other person to watch them. That means they, the other person got to walk on eggshells because you don't have emotional intelligence enough emotional intelligence to contain yourself to agree to disagree respectfully and learn how to talk about it and work through your differences nobody's the same that's what people do people do in a healthy relationship but when it's unhealthy oh you can look for some toxic mess coming out you know so, again, you might have other people because they, the, the narcissist want to love bomb you so much. So you'll have other people who they've shown off in front of, maybe at a cookout, maybe at an event, maybe at the family dinner, maybe at work. Oh, they want to show off. Mom walked up to my job, came up to the register. Excuse me, ma'am. I want to let my wife know how much I love you. Wife, you know what to do when you come home. I'll be waiting for you. Go to a cookout. Oh, he wants to sing karaoke and singing how much I love you and all of this. Get in the car and cut a fool. Mad over a spider of being on the window. And I, I said, make sure you close. Can you please make sure the window is shut? Got cursed out because of that. But you just got finished singing love songs to me. And then and when I address it, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Now, how about you be sorry for what you did? But for them to take accountability and even if they do say, I'm sorry, then you got to look for you better believe you get ready to get the solvent treatment. Now they don't want to talk or take your calls if y'all live separately or something like that. Or you can be married and they'll ignore your calls. And then when you walk when you walk in the door, they're mad because you might feel some type of way because they didn't take your call. Like when I tell you. It is a damn roller coaster ride. When I, I don't know anybody who really when you begin to understand what this thing is and you still stay signed up signed up for it, you gotta get yourself some help. Because nobody should live that way. Nobody should be crying and sad and arguing and y'all can't see eye to eye on nothing that's toxic. And please, if you got children, you really got to take that into consideration. Yes, you got to make them those sacrifices to sacrifice whatever you're willing to accept. Don't put that on your kids because then you're corrupting things for them that you won't be able to show up for them by dealing with that fool. And they will begin to be jealous of your relationship with your children. And then if that's the case, then you got to fight that battle. And you, you can't be there for your children. And you know, when your kids grow up, they're not going to be like, oh, you, uh, I thank you so much for accepting X, Y, and Z from dad. No, they, or they're going to, or for mom, they're going to be like, why didn't you leave to save me? Why did you stay there? And now I'm all dysfunctional because you had me to go through all of that mess. So it's no winning unless you leave. Trust me. You might look at it that it ain't winning if you leave. Yeah, it is. Or you put them out? Yeah, it is. Whichever the situation looks like, everybody's situation is different. For me, I can tell you there were times when I put them out, let them come back in. And then there were times when I left and said enough is enough. And the last time I left, he did the love bombing thing. We were in transition in terms of me. Uh, my lease was up at my condo where I allowed him to stay, but then I had to ask him to leave. And we were all—we were both married at the time—and we went back and forth. You know, come on and live here, and here comes the pandemic. So I began to see the alcoholism, and then I really took notice of the narcissistic tra- traits. I began to really, really study that thing, but still, and then got into therapy. But she was sending me to Al-Anon and I'm like, why am I going for treatment or trying to figure out how do I exist with this toxic person? I really want to put the time to find out how should I let me learn how to deal with this toxic crap. That didn't make sense for my brain. I'm sorry. That ain't making sense. I'm not learning how to deal with an alcoholic. I'm not going to learn how to deal with someone abusing me emotionally emotionally. And damn near physical, when you want to pick me up and move me, when you uh, want to stand in the way so I can't get around you, that's passive aggressive. It's going to get physical because what's going to happen when you allow somebody to keep doing that to you? You're going to fight back. So somebody might die. Somebody might end up in jail. They're going to manipulate. The stronger you appear to them, the more they're going to break you down. By any means necessary. And I was strong. I was a tough one. Not a good supply. Which is why he constantly challenged me. And tried to throw me under the bus. Let me get you in trouble. Knowing that's not your character. They want to make. They go after people whose character is not like that. Usually. So they try to twist you around. Change your narrative. Try to get you to change who you are. Because you're going to have to learn how to respond to them. And if you sit there and you don't say nothing, how long can that go on? Because then you're going to lose yourself. Trust me, you'll be walking around like somebody who can't talk. You're going to be broken. You're going to be withdrawn from social uh, uh, gatherings, all that you're going to start to come across weird. And that wasn't never your personality before. So there's just no winning. I can go on and on and on. Listen to any content creator about a narcissist and ask yourself, do I want to learn how to deal with that? Do I No, learn how to deal without it? How about that? Learn how to not deal with the narcissist. Learn how to not be a codependent for toxic people whether it's alcohol addiction, whether it's drug addiction. It doesn't mean that, oh, you you look, you look shame them, but you ain't got to deal with that. You ain't got to live with that, especially when they're not willing to get help. That was the only way. I said, okay, if you admit that you have a problem, you admit that if you're drinking, you can go into rehab somewhere. I will pay all of the bills, whatever that looks like, I will make the money to pay all of the bills and hold it down if that's something you're going to do. That's the kind of support I'm willing to give, but I'm not willing to learn how to sit here and watch you be intoxicated on a daily basis every day you get off of work because you are a functioning alcoholic. Now on Saturdays and Sundays or whatever days you you don't work, you just get drunk earlier, much earlier in the day. So I want to learn how to live with that. Mm Not in my brain, not in Rachel Hill's brain. Uh-uh, we ain't doing that. What I'm going to take my energy and learn how to do is get up out of here. How about that? Okay. I'm going to learn how to get up out of here. I'm going to learn how to love me. I'm going to learn to find out how did you get here in the first place? What did a person like myself do with how did I even end up with you? I had to learn that. How do I, how did I allow myself to be here? So I had to forgive myself. I had to do some real self-searching and some self-awareness and some, some therapy for Rachel and love me. And that's where I am now. Protect your peace. My peace is my priority. I learned how to set boundaries so no one can cross them because I knew I had work to do so that nobody else like that could seep in again. Where did I go wrong? So I had to learn all about the personality disorder. I had to learn about what alcoholism um, is. I had to learn what is a codependent, what is cognizance, cognizant dissonance. You know, that's when you keep giving people pass after pass. Oh, he only said that because I made him mad. Oh, she only did this because I did that. Oh, this is why they, you just make up every excuse to allow yourself to keep being abused. And that's not what this life is about. I'm here to tell you, you know, so it doesn't mean, oh, I hate you or any, I don't hate nobody. I don't wish ill on nobody because I don't want that coming back to me. I let go and let God and pray that God will have mercy upon your soul and you will get whatever help you need to get away from me. Okay. Get all the help you need away from me because when I offer the support, you said you ain't have a problem. So guess what? I know that I don't other than the fact that I'm here that's my problem. So because of that being my problem, I knew I needed to get me some help and he got to get his own help. And when he chose not to, I rolled out. So again, don't, I got a little off cause I'm a chatterbox, but yeah, don't allow other people to be like, oh my gosh, girl, he treats you so good. He treats you nice. Look at that rock on your finger. Look at everything he does. Cause they can do some stuff. That's all a part of the facade. And the love bomb. And for them to show off in front of other people. So you can look like the fool. When you respond some type of way. And they're wondering why. How you going to feel. You can have a man sick. And who can tell you. Oh I don't have to go to the doctors. And you know get your treatments. Make sure you're taking your medicine. I don't need. You get cursed out just by trying to help them. Stay on their health game. To make sure they keep their doctor's appointments. And all of that. And you get cursed out. And then next thing you know. When they get sick and all of that and you ain't trying to feel it, guess who's looking at you like you're the bad person? All of the family, the friends and the this, the that, because they showed off in front of them. That's what they do. That's why they want to make you look like you're crazy. Because how else would that look like? If everybody who sees them outside who really don't know them know them, or if they don't understand manipulation and toxic people and narcissistic people, they don't understand that, they're, you're going to be looking like the crazy one. So I say to you, trust your own gut. I know it's easier said than done, but put that work in. Learn how to trust yourself. Learn how to be like, "Mm mm-hmm, play that game. Okay, you can go out here and act in a fool in front of people and all of that. Well, not a fool, but them love bombing you and trying to show off. And then you know how they treat you at home. Or, you know, they may have just cheated on you. So now how do they get, if somebody else calls them out, They got to put that mask on in front of those people. They're only doing it, not because they love you. They're doing it to make you look like a fool. It's all manipulation. They're showing off in front of other people so that when you respond, people are going to look like, look at you like, girl, you crazy girl. He's so nice to you. I ain't seen nothing else about him. I mean, every time I see him, he's always treating you nice and you seem happy. Or you look like, oh, you're just being ungrateful. You're not appreciative. And that's what they'll tell you. So again, it's all manipulation, guys. I am here today just dropping off this nugget, this vitamin to give you some encouragement, to let you know you ain't crazy. You got this. You know, you got it. Keep reading. Keep educating yourselves. Keep listening to different content creators to learn as much as you can about toxic people. Learn as much as you can to confirm that you ain't crazy unless you are. And I'm just saying that's another another conversation day and time. But, you know, the more and more I can tell you, though, if you stay with a narcissist, the more, the longer you stay, you might find yourself a little coming, becoming a little cray cray. I'm just saying between me and you, you better watch that thing. okay? I knew I needed to save myself because I started seeing something different in me that wasn't the same so I'm like "Uh -uh, uh-uh uh-uh I ain't losing myself in this I gotta go get some healing and I dipped you know you put things in place so that you can you know you can have your stuff in order you know so again guys that's it for you that's all I have for you today you got this don't let nobody gaslight you manipulate you Make you think you crazy. You ain't crazy. What you're feeling is very real and you are entitled to it. Don't let nobody tell you, oh, you just PMSing. Oh, you're menopausal. And guess what? So what if I am? If you say you love me just as I deal with your mess, guess what? You got to have, it's a give and take. How bad is it? Can we talk? Are we able to have conversations? Because, dude, you know, if, so, if a woman is PMSing, or if she's menopausal guess what she has moments where you can talk to her but if you want to fuss and break it down that ain't love it ain't love she's doing something and you're understanding why she's doing it because she wasn't like that before love her in spite of have a conversation now if she's toxic it's just like with the men because some women are too with that narcissistic personality you know it look at the pattern do they get out and embarrass you? Do they shame you? Do they, do they um, you know, are they toxic and disrespectful? Do they disrespect you in front of the children? Like, call a thing a thing, you know. You, you know, you know, okay? So that's it. I'm going to cut it off right there because I can go on about this thing. You know, have an amazing weekend. If I don't talk to you over anymore over the weekend, I'll try You got this. You ain't crazy. What you're feeling is real. Do not make excuses. Don't let nobody blame shift you or shame you or mock you when you get upset or cry or feel emotional about someone treating you wrong by all of the toxic things that they do towards you. And then try to act as if, you know, oh, you need to put your big girl pants on or, oh, you you know, you're too sensitive, something wrong with you. Mm -mm, don't accept that. Don't let it break you down more. When they do that, that's when you should be rising up. Start lifting some weights like, you know, I'm just saying figuratively, you know, just start, start powering up, you know? And internally, that's what I mean. And mentally, when they do that, if somebody says that to you, your tears should dry up. Be like, whoa, you know, you can be emotional because you ain't got to hold your emotions in, but don't think you're going to find peace with them or comforting from them. You know, I'm a spiritual person. So I did a lot, I do a lot of praying and I did a lot of praying and that's where I went. I went to God. I'm like, look, God, this is more than what I can handle. And that's for me. That's what got me out It ain't me. Let me be clear on that. It was God that got me out. The Holy Spirit that protected me. It protected my mind. It protected my heart. It protected me physically. It gave me the comp. It was my compass for getting up out of that thing. It was my my financial blessings and breakthroughs that came through. God will change things. I promise you. I promise you. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You got to pray this thing. It's a demonic spirit. It's a spiritual warfare. You know, and that narcissist is being used against you. So I don't know what your beliefs are, but that's, that's what I am on my platform. That's what I go by. And... Again, I don't have to go church or anything like that. I'm saying it's a spiritual warfare. And that's how I got up out of that thing by praying, praying, praying and trusting God and not that knock. And God will dry those tears up. I promise you he will. He will dry those tears up. He will lighten that burden. And if you are still taking care of He, you know, pray that he will allow you to focus on them and not that knock. Watch stuff change. I promise you it did for me. You're going to get to a point where you're going to be like, narco, what, huh? And you're going to be able to speak just like I am to other people to help them as well. Because it's saying that spirit will run from person to person to person, whoever allows it in. But God said, if you resist the devil, he will flee. He gonna flee. And that's what you got to do. Resist it. When you know that person's not giving you what you need and they're mocking you or... Just evil stuff. You you're going to be able to identify that thing. You'll be like, whoa, you are really evil, and you're going to begin to talk less and focus more on how to dissolve that. And you pray to God, and God will show you. And you ask Him for His forgiveness for even allowing yourself to be there in the first place. And you forgive yourself and show up for your children, show up for those who love you, those who need you, and stop giving the time. To that individual or people or whomever who does not think about it so enough for me today love you guys much peace and blessings to you your girl rachel real is out take care you got this you ain't crazy